0: creation philosophy episode 176 we're here talking about skill acquisition so getting new skills picking up new knowledge and i guess implementing it from there i guess and when you hear a skill acquisition what what thoughts come up in your mind reps reps <laughs> yes i think yes that that is essentially the the key and necessity <laughs> to getting to getting better if anything one of the things like i find it's almost like you want to you need to get as many reps in without really realizing it's like that fine balance of getting as many reps in without realizing that you are doing that many reps because it can get tedious if you just like count like, well, here's another one,
1: yeah, and another one, yeah. You need a billion reps, one. but yeah. if you can like hack it so that it doesn't feel like you're getting a billion reps, yeah. that goes a long way. It's
0: like repetition without getting repetitive.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's the trick. Yeah, it's it, it it definitely
0: is that. So I guess when it comes to. uh do you have any like tricks or anything that in your mind when it's come down it's I think it comes down to I've heard it called before like purposeful practice like there's just you know going through the motions and then there's actually doing yeah so that's definitely the
1: trick because you don't want low quality reps No, because uh, one mantra I always tell myself is practice makes permanent
2: Mm
1: -hmm. Uh, the misnomer of practice makes perfect is not real it's if you if you do things really well, yeah. you'll you'll get you know inch towards perfection, right? But if you anything you do poorly over and over again, those are bad reps, you exactly. Know? So focused, purposeful practice is uh, is the key. Lots of it. I, I find it's if I can if I can trick my brain into like making a game out of things, yeah. So anything that you can. Whenever you can have like good, clear feedback on things, it, it's easy to make a game out of it because you can seek new PRs.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, I remember when I was first, my first year of jujitsu, I was, uh, my good buddy, Nate, he's he's almost to the day, one year more experienced than me. Mm-hmm. And so I, I've been chasing him my whole jujitsu journey and the game for me, for a long time, was how many taps is it going to be this round? You yeah. Know, so it would be, it would be a five-minute yeah. round. In the beginning, he'd like crush me like six times. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh my gosh! And then I remember when it was like five times in a round, then four, and then mm-hmm. three, mm-hmm. and then two, and then one, and then I would, you know, I wouldn't get it every time, but I would get that elusive. He couldn't catch me that round. You yeah. Know? So yeah. Um, when you make a game and can seek new PRs, that that allows you to to practice without feeling like it's it's uh repetitive and boring it's it becomes fun like you're chasing yeah. new new heights
0: mm-hmm. for sure and and then comes in like once you're once you're no longer new cuz i think that's another thing it's like once you get become like intermediate or more advanced cuz now there it's not that there's not new stuff for you to learn it's just a matter of there is stuff you're used to and you almost have to like go of that If or not necessarily like, go, but you almost have to look into like a new into something new you have to you, you can't stick you can't just stick to the old if you're trying to get a lot of I people mean, yeah. get
1: stuck there though yeah uh, it's uncomfortable to abandon the stuff that you're starting to get good at and explore the stuff that you're not good at mm-hmm. I think it's key to t- to do that to really reach your your full potential but um I, I see a lot of people unwilling and fi- find it uncomfortable to, to do that they they know what they're good at yeah and they just ca- kind of like hone in on that exactly the way
0: I know because because I know that's something of course like in my time in martial arts but you almost have to I mean, everyone talks about beginner mindset, but I just think about yeah to rehack that just just imagine if I did forget everything like from there I mean it's not totally the case, but to just immerse yourself into something into something different, especially if it's not what you're used to, and if it's maybe not even like a new school, if it's like a different kind of thinking or like a different kind of movements, and yeah just allow- just allowing yourself to yeah to be new at something and give yourself new feedback so you can get those new repetitions everywhere.
1: one thing that i like to do in in grappling is when i feel like i when i notice that i'm just spamming my a game too much
2: mm-hmm.
1: i'll just uh make a rule for myself you know today i'm not going to play any delheeva De right? mm-hmm. so i'll have to like play a different guard or i'm gonna just focus on my passing and play the top game i'm not gonna yeah. i'm not gonna pull guard and so you can like make limitations like if you're really good at arm bars uh, just no arm bars yeah. for this entire month i'm not allowed to do any arm bars and then mm-hmm. it'll like force you to like look at things differently
0: exactly it's like taking you have to almost figure out like what what exactly you do the most of and then figure out how to whittle that or you know work on other things yeah like from there because overall that will make your game better yeah by not not focusing focusing so much on what you're usually good at like from there and
1: even harder to do than that um but probably even more valuable is to like be honest about what you you're not good at what you're Mm. terrible at and like force yourself in either either like do specifics where you're just in that position or if you're in it's a free roll put yourself in that position yeah and then and then work out of it because if you don't explore your holes and plug them up then they'll always be there (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah it's like nope i'll just ignore this hole yeah no way
0: will this ever come back like to hurt from there and i think it's it's just embracing yeah embracing that there are holes like from there but in essence it's it's once it's once again that it's that old glass half full glass half empty from there you can some people can oh no i have this big hole to fill or you can just say hey this is an area of opportunity that means I'm not yeah there's still more growth that can, that can happen there's always growth that can happen people of it's not like it, no one gets like that's it I solved done. it done <laughs> solved
1: it yeah no
0: it's, it's over it's just, of, it's just a matter of it's just a matter of how much more work you want to put into it
1: yeah and like often you know. uh, if you're ever it's a lot easier to see the room for growth if you hone in on the weaknesses rather than the, like exactly. what other strengths can I strengthen it's like yeah. no there's look, Strength, at, no strengths. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. look at look at what you're missing yeah I see it, I see it in uh, a lot of my music friends. Um they kind of get stuck and all their records end up sounding, you know, more or less similar mm-hmm. because they're just doing the same thing over and over again. And uh you, you know with any art, you know, if that's if that's what's in their heart that they want to express, if that's all that their heart wants to express, then more power to them. But from a uh, from the lens of skill acquisition, you know, forcing yourself out of your comfort zone is, is key. And I'll often look in my own guitar playing, I'll look to stuff that, you know, there's stuff that I listen to all the time. <laughs> it's my favorite stuff. And in my heart, when I like want to express sounds and, and feelings and songs, you know, it, it tends to be that stuff that I yeah. listen to all the time. Um, but... A lot of my growth as a guitar player and as a songwriter has come from learning and analyzing songs that aren't like what I normally listen to. I'll, mm-hmm. I'll listen to them as a change-up, but yeah. it's not like I hate that style, but I'm not fully immersed in it. But mm-hmm. when I take the time to learn a song and in something in a, in a style that I never play or never really deep dive into, it's been hugely beneficial. I recently discovered this band called Polyphia. And they themselves have have done this because they grew up in the kind of like the gent metal genre of shredding guitars, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. like high gain distortion. Mm -hmm. And they started analyzing like, hip hop, okay, mostly like hip hop, not just the beats, but the the vocal melodies okay and they let the vocal melodies influence their guitar playing Hmm. and i remember the i remember the first time i heard i was like wow this sounds nothing like the guitar music that i cut my teeth on and i tried learning one of their songs and it was like one of the hardest things i've ever done because it's just a completely different approach okay to playing and uh like they were doing right hand tapping that in a way that I've never done and hybrid picking, which I didn't even know existed. And uh, it it took a long time to grind out that first song and uh, I can play it now. And it's already like infected the way that I approach my own writing in a profound way. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: And uh, yeah, that can't, That can't really happen if you're just always doing the same stuff over and over again.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you need that new stimuli, that new, essentially, uh,
1: yeah, something different
0: than than what you usually do. Like a new perspective. Yeah. Exactly, because it's not like you're completely new to music. It's just a matter of, it's like different aspects of music that you're looking into, like from there. Yeah. I think that's I think that's a good that's a good gift, the ability to see things as a beginner. I think that's, that's one thing that some beginners kind of forget that they have. It's it's a good it's a if anything if you're a beginner in something, you have the you have the gift of not of not knowing what you don't know. So in essence, everything you learn is going to be something new and then you it's that that's how you take that in. If anything, that's something an expert can learn from from a beginner in terms of how to take in new skills, like from there, because they sure. just take everything because sure. they have to. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, I think it's one of the reasons why, like the white belt part of any journey in any skill is like the possibly the funnest part. <laughs> like, yeah. um, you're just the level ups are so big and so frequent. Yeah. So you're just in this loop of dopamine hits. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, it's, and you're, uh, everything's so new, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it's, it's a lot easier to, to grind it out during that phase. Yeah. Um, I think that's one of the things that causes the, what in jujitsu, is called the Blue Belt Blues, but it happens in any skill. Yeah, Blue Belt Blues, the it, sophomore it, slump. Yeah, it's usually thing. around yeah. uh, like two, two or so years in of mm-hmm. heavy study in, in any skill where the level-ups are appearing to be much smaller and less frequent than before. Mm-hmm. And you have yeah. enough knowledge of it now to see... What you didn't understand was a really long road. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh no.
2: Yeah,
0: I think I think that's the thing is almost understanding. Yeah, understanding how how long that road is.
1: Because
0: yeah, that, I mean, that it's, is true. If,
1: yeah. uh, like you should think of it as infinite. Yeah, yeah. the road. Ne- the road doesn't <laughs> end. Never ends. Yeah, yeah. What's
0: well, gonna keep you going? It's funny. I ju- I think I just hit one of those. Uh, uh, not necessarily. not not necessarily like realizing how long the road is, but I've had, I've looked at the things that I've kept doing and then realized, okay, like what's one of what's been one of the driving factors in terms of what kept me in. Like, let's say like martial arts or or comedy like from there. And it's typically for better or for worse, it's lack of family support like (laughs) from, from there. And I think I had like that come on moment like today because I visited my mom and she said, Oh, you play poker. Why would you do that? Gambling so bad. (laughs) And then I was like, Oh no, this is it. This is like, once again, as I remember, like, why would you fight? That's so crazy. Why would you like, why would you comedy? (laughs) Like, you're not even funny. I was like, wow. Like this is like, this is almost like a time capsule moment. I could say like, yeah, what's it? July 8th, 2021. The day I went all in on poker. (laughs)
1: Because I know that. Because my mom told me, why would you do that? Why why would
0: you do that? (laughs) I was like, well, the other thing, the other (laughs) things in my life I spent years on have come from the same, (laughs) the same thing. So it's like, huh? well that, this is it. That's the tell. But, uh, (laughs)
1: That's awesome. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So speaking yeah, of poker, you're, yeah. you're in the, in the middle of the white belt phase yes. of, of your poker journey. Yes. What's that been like for you? It's Learning been, it's a been brand very new, enjoyable. A brand like, new skill. And it's, yeah, it's totally, I mean, just similar to what you're saying,
0: it's the, I get, I learned like one thing. I was like, what, what's a range? And then <laughs> I was like, what, what is it? What, what is that even? And then I'm like, ah, okay. That, that's already so much more than what I learned. Like, Ten minutes ago, like from there, it's an it's an exponential growth, and which I'm sure like a year or two two from now I'll be like I didn't know what ranges were.
1: Yeah, definitely. Yeah,
0: from from there. But it's been no, it's been it's been very enjoyable, like seeing that, and yeah, it's just a matter of keeping of of keeping and understanding that just because it's a long road doesn't mean you can't enjoy every step of the way Definitely like from there. And I think that, and it's helped me look at that same thing towards, yeah, towards my other ventures, like, or uh, whether it's like martial arts, like, yeah, there's still more new things, uh, different ways I can approach things and more growth to happen. And just like, just like any other thing.
1: Yeah. yeah probably because you're able to, Aware of dipping into that beginner's mindset in a thing that you've done forever, like martial arts,
2: yeah.
1: um, that'll that'll probably keep and accelerate your learning in poker and anything really. Like that, you know that that's valuable.
2: Yeah,
1: to like go back to that beginner's mindset, even when you're when you've been doing it for a while.
0: Exactly, and I think that's that's just good in terms of keeping good synergy because I feel like in martial arts I feel like oh yeah there's there's a lot of new things that are things I haven't explored or things I kind of put off like oh I'll just do that do that later but then it's like no (laughs) if I just say do that later I'll never do it I gotta do it today like from there so just making making an effort to no I gotta gotta do these things like from there and yeah just enjoying that and then yeah just getting getting those good takeaways like from there just really enjoying that journey like um, I guess like, how, how has that been for you? Cause I know like you're more like, uh, of course like leveled up in poker. So now you're trying to go back or not necessarily go back, but learn like a different kind of school of thought. Yeah. How has that been for you? Cause it's, I think that must be similar to like me. If I'm trying to do something completely different and grab, I'm like, why would I do that? Yeah. It's almost, I, have to, I almost have to stop your natural thing of like, wait, no, I have to do this new thing.
1: Yeah. So I cut my teeth during the poker boom like from early 2000s and it was the old school style and a lot of the top pros during that that era that were really good at the old school style they most of them either fizzled out and couldn't keep up um, once the new school hit or they had to learn the new yeah, school adapt. way yeah. and now they see things the way all those New players came to understand the game. And so <clears throat> I took a long break in between that, not intentionally. I didn't fizzle out like a lot of the old school pros did. I just moved on to other things, focused more on my music, and then started learning martial arts. But now that you've suckered me back in, yeah. just when I think <laughs> just I'm, when I'm out.
0: out, I'm back, back.
1: Um <laughs> it's been interesting. Uh Because the the new school is clearly more powerful than the old school. It's Mm -hmm. clearly a more sophisticated and Mm -hmm. nuanced approach to the game. And it's been challenging having to unlearn a lot of the tendencies that I used to do. Mm -hmm. And I think... If I didn't have the experience I've had with music and with martial arts to dip into and embrace that beginner's mindset and, you know, just be humble and open to to learning, it would have been pretty, pretty hard. You know, it's, it's challenging for sure, mm-hmm. but at, deep down in, inside, I, I do know it's all about reps. You know, if I just keep repping this new way, mm-hmm. it'll replace the old way. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so I've just been making sure that I, I've been studying consistently yeah. and I have you to like bounce ideas off of. I have someone who's more steeped in it, uh, than I am to bounce ideas off of. So I can show you things that I've learned and that strengthens my understanding and I can ask her questions about things, about how I've played things horribly i yeah. always ask her what do you think about this and yeah. she's always like oh man like you did it wrong here and mm-hmm. here and here i'm like oh yeah. shoot i thought yeah. i just yeah. did it wrong on the river but yeah. Yeah. apparently i did it wrong all the way at the beginning Yeah,
0: but that's if anything i think that's one of the key like the the mistakes or like the hiccups that's i mean once again the it's once again looking at the holes and seeing that, right? right. Yeah, the these are aspects then I can get stronger in, because if I didn't see the holes, then how could I, how could I improve? Upon? Yeah,
1: there's like, a lot of that, poker yeah. players that are because so other skills, and I think this is why a lot of people quit at white belt or or blue belt. A lot of skills, it's just obvious, like <laughs> you know, you're not good at this thing, and some yeah. people can't handle that. Yes, poker's interesting. Where because you can win even when you do things poorly, yeah, sometimes bad players never learn their holes if, yes. if you 're not diligent about seeking out your holes in poker, you might never see it, and you might convince yourself they don 't exist mm-hmm. and you'll stay you'll stagnate and yeah. stay that way forever
0: uh, so, that 's why that's always interesting too, because I think that's kind of get this similar thing in like sports or in in fighting. Like, especially because there can be, well, not necessarily like stagnate, but because I always see like there's eras or there's eras or ages of fighting. And by ages, I mean like there'll be certain trends and things that will happen. And I feel like the all time greats or the people that yeah, stand through the test of time, what they've been able to do is that uh, there's always, you pretty much if you become like a champion, you have to essentially. You go up against the old era, the era before you. Then you have to go against the modern era, and I feel like if you're too yeah to stay in there, and then or you know your contemporaries, and I feel like the ones that are actually on top, what they have to do then is then they have to stay relevant enough to like the new for the new era, the era that just grew up watching you, And, and then that's how, that's you know that that's how longevity or how. You know, prosperous like you are as as a fighter from there. Essentially, hitting those three different like the era before, the era you are in, and then the era that's going to come after you. Yeah, like uh, from there, which is very uh, that, that that's always interesting. I was yeah, because no matter no matter what, time time is relentless, so it's going to get you. Like no yeah. matter what, and so all fields
1: continually evolve and grow and innovate. Yeah, and uncover new new ways of new and often better ways of thinking about it and approaching it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Or it's like in in sports, it's if you're able if you're able to stay like in something like particularly long and also stay good, that's like that that's very telling because it's it's hard to be good for a year. If not like right. if not like half a year or like a, a season or part of a season and then to see the people that like, continually great that just shows that they've been able to catch on to something and stay and stay consistent like from from there
1: and are eager yeah. to learn things that yeah. are on the horizon
2: yeah. Like,
1: yeah it's in some sports even not just the natural evolution and innovation within the normal game
2: mm-hmm.
1: some sports the, the actual rules change oh, over yeah. time yeah. and so yeah. when you see someone excel at the top over like different phases of rule sets. Yes. That's pretty impressive too. Yeah, exactly. Like, it, the rules, rule rule changing is actually The way the game is the game. actually played yeah.
0: has been changed yeah. like from from there. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah.
1: And that For requires sure. that ability to to like see things the way they were done, the, the way they're are done and the way they they might be done in the yeah. future.
0: That kind of like future kind of thinking. Like from there, and that's, yeah, I think send that test of time. But then, it's it's funny, or it's it's more it's interesting seeing that in in poker because uh, there's there's not really like a physical like factor. It really, just comes down to like how you think and how and how how you play. So it's it's interesting how some people like. Oh no, I would I just wouldn't think that way, or <laughs> can you can just let that go. So yeah, that's it's funny or how people have to well you always that's the thing in any kind of thing you're overcoming really the biggest thing you're overcoming is yourself oh yeah not, not 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 just like even in a game it's not yeah you have to it's the the piece that you're controlling which is you like from there so under the understanding of self and getting over yourself
1: you're almost always your own yeah. worst enemy <laughs> <laughs> yes
0: also that, it's, that kind it's the of ego growth. you
1: know yeah it gets in the way I think uh a lot of people are attracted to the the white belt phase of things I think the, the two main the, the two main obstacles at the at the beginning are fear of trying something new
2: mm-hmm.
1: and you know taking that risk of doing the new thing and looking foolish, which it's silly because you're. Of course you are. You know. <laughs> How yeah. dare you not be good at this thing you just did? Right. <laughs> and then uh, in 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 all the various activities I've tried, uh, there's there's invariably something in the white belt phase that's kind of like one of the bigger jumps,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and uh, w- one of the things that causes white belt attrition in all fields, I think is that thing which is different depending on what the field is but like for for guitar for a a lot of people it's learning bar chords because they just don't have the the hand muscles and dexterity to to do it and uh it's a tough it's a tough hill to climb in the beginning especially you know they're seeing a bunch of growth in the beginning until they try to tackle on bar chords and then they try it and it's like seemingly impossible <laughs> but clearly it's not impossible because everyone <laughs> who plays guitar can do it <laughs> um, yeah 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 so that when when you when that hurdle happens i see a lot of i've seen a lot of students of of mine stop at that part i've seen it's a, a common thing talked about and like for like jujitsu i feel like when you're like about three months in and then it feels like you are never going to get any better. Mm-hmm. You're never going to be effective at this. <laughs> it's like, why are you still trying? Yeah. I yeah. think a lot of people can't yeah. handle it. It's like, yeah. Oh my gosh, I'm never going to be able to submit anyone yeah. ever. <laughs> is this going to be forever? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I think for yeah. with, it's strange to me, how, how many people think three months is a long time. Mm-hmm. It's like, so nothing. No. Um, so, So those are the two main obstacles. The fear of starting and then there's something during the beginning where it's like, oh wow, I can't do this and then and then they stop.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um But for the people that stay, you know, I, I think that phase of the journey is often very rewarding and fun. Your brain is constantly feeling that loop of learning a thing and and then, trying it and failing, and then getting a little bit better at it and learning and trying, and then maybe succeeding, and so you're in this loop and you're 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 getting these dopamine hits from that, and so it feels really good and so I think that's why a lot of people have hobbies, you yeah, know? and they're they're kind of and maybe they've tried to push through the blue belt phase of things before and they couldn't do it because it was scary and it's un- almost like too big a jump un- un- unending like yeah kind of nebulous yeah. there's not like this clear path anymore mm-hmm. whereas in the white belt part of the fa- journey it's like oh I- there's clear progression mm-hmm. i know mm-hmm. how to get to the blue belt but once you're there it's like now what <laughs> What do I do? Yeah. yeah. So maybe they've done that a couple times and it was like too daunting and they stopped and they've just learned like, ah, I'm just going to be casual about things, you know?
2: Yeah.
1: And it's really a shame, I think, because I say that the white belt phase is really fun, but I think the black belt phase, when you're like 10 years into a thing of consistent focused practice at a thing for 10 years... It's really fun. Yeah, it's like you have a superpower. You have a th- you have a thing that not many people know about that deeply or can do. Um, it's rewarding to share that and teach people who are interested in that thing. So I I really wish because uh, it's all just at the at the end of the day, like I said at the beginning, it's all just reps. Mm-hmm. You're programming your brain to get good at doing things more and more automatically you know you're, you have these neural pathways in your brain and when you do it they fire up a little and then it starts remembering mm-hmm. that thing you did yeah. and you just keep doing it
0: just making that pathway
1: stronger and smoother, and, smoother. Yep. and it just becomes more and more automatic because the subconscious mind just you know it does things instantaneously mm-hmm. the conscious brain when you make yourself do a thing it's so slow and <laughs> yes. cumbersome you know, in the beginning of trying to learn how to ride a bicycle, you have to worry about balance. You have to be- worry about pedaling. You have to worry about steering. You have to worry about when I'm pedaling, how does that affect my balance, you know? Mm-hmm. And now you're just like, I'm just going to ride, you know? Yeah. And your body just does it just automatically. Subconsciously.
0: Subconsciously. Oh, you just, oh, yeah, get balance, you move the pedals, go ahead. Yeah,
1: and it frees up yeah. your brain to think about other things, like where do I want to go today? You know, I like, could mm-hmm. go to the market today, you know, or, or whatever, but... You don't have to think about the action of riding the bicycle yeah. anymore. You don't have to think about balance yeah. anymore. Or when you're
0: walking, as or well, like, walking, yeah. yeah. You, you take, put one step over that. that used to be. That was very difficult when. You, yes. at, at one point, you weren't for
1: born being yeah. able to walk. Yeah. yeah. You certainly weren't born to be able to ride a bicycle. You know, everything is learnable. Everything is teachable.
0: Mm-hmm. And yeah, that I mean, what you're talking about, like those, you know, ten years black belt mastery, however you say it there's if anything like that once you reach like that kind of level of competence you realize that yeah you realize oh there's other things you can do in the exact same way but then you also realize as well like when you people around you like oh well how many people have like one have mastered like one thing or let alone like multiple things like from there they how deeply have they looked into like an art and some people never like never really get a chance I would
1: say like, the vast majority of people yeah. aren't aren't that yeah. at anything except for their job that they don't even like
2: yeah you know that's <laughs> something
1: that they've rep to death yeah and they're not passionate about it but mm-hmm. they're really good at that yeah you know but that's it
2: mm-hmm.
0: exactly and that's that's a shame because there's there's pretty much you're given this set of time I mean just a set amount of time who knows how much time you have but like I feel like it's just underutilization of it I
1: I wish uh, society really hammered home to children that you could do anything you know, if you rep it enough, you can, anything you want to do, you can do anything you want to be, you can be. And I think we tell kids, our society does tell kids with that, but it's with a wink and a, like, a. it's no, like, yeah. I don't, I don't really believe I'm sa- what, what I'm saying here, but yeah, yeah. you can be everything kind yeah. of, but not really, real.
0: yeah, yeah. but it's
1: like, yeah, the Tooth Fairy is real. Yeah. But it's like. It shouldn't be cynical. It's true. <laughs> if you rep something enough, you can do anything. You can learn anything. I,
0: th- I think. Well, because the people that say it, like I think most of them don't don't, don't, they don't believe, believe it. it. They, they do not. Because if any, because if anything, where what what have they done in their lives to actually show to yeah. showcase that? Like from there, I think well, I think that's the thing. Yeah.
1: Or yeah. or like I think I think a lot of people think when they think of skill, they think yeah you can get pretty good at most things but you know you have limitations like you can't be great at anything you know unless you're like born gifted on that born, thing yeah and that's so not true no like born with be, the gift of poker already when, in when his i mind. say you can do anything yeah. when i say to most almost every kid out there that you can be anything and you could do anything you could be i'm i'm literally saying you could be very great at anything if you put enough reps in quality reps in a thing like high high level <laughs>
0: Yeah, and there's a lot of things for people to do. But yeah.
1: if anything, they the easier thing is like,
0: oh, man, there's so many things to do. I'll do, nothing. Like, I'll, do yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'll default to the nothing, and then I won't have to worry about that.
1: Yeah, Or I'll do a bunch of things casually. Masters of nothing. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think. No, And yeah, just short, short and simple. Yes, skill acquisition is just a matter of getting the reps, but it's a matter of, Pretty much what you do with those reps, how you obtain them, and also keeping on that pathway, like and realizing that the just because the road is infinite doesn't mean you shouldn't walk it. Just keep walking. Yeah, who one knows what you find? Yeah, one foot. It's not that. Yeah, one foot in front of the other. Keep pedaling. Yeah, it's uh
1: There's this epic sand dune in on the Oregon coast in mm-hmm. Pacific City that I off, my family often likes to go to on vacations to mm-hmm. And the first time I climbed it, I was in terrible shape. Mm-hmm. Never climbed a sand dune before and thought my heart was gonna explode. Yeah. I yeah. Couldn't but I I you know, I kept telling myself just one foot in front of the other, yeah. just one foot in front of the other. And I made it to the top and it was a glorious view. And I think about that all the time in all aspects of life, you know, just one foot in front of the other and you're gonna get somewhere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and now like it's easy to climb that dune, you know, like mm-hmm. Because I 've done it enough um, when I'm it now, I don't have to repeat that mantra, but I like to think about it on the way up now, even though it's not that hard, um, just because it's a cool reminder of how to look at life, you know just keep yeah. keep walking keep walking keep walking, keep leveling up. because
0: yeah. at one point walking itself was, was, was hard hard. yeah, yeah at one point, riding a bike was hard at one point, everything that you do now was difficult yeah driving used to be hard yeah yeah
1: yeah and um i wish it was obvious but some people don't see skills the way we've talked about but that's the way it is but um as obvious as physical skills like this are attainable and as long as you just keep walking the path and leveling up you know you're gonna grow I, I think it extends even beyond that to softer things like like personality,
2: <laughs>
1: uh, mindset, just the way you look at things. like I, I think
0: mindset's a big one, that yeah, a lot yeah I don't of people I, don't, I think people don't
1: think about those things as skills. No, yeah. but I've come to believe that they really are. Like the way you see things is a skill. like it it bugs me, and I have no. I have no credentials or research papers to back me up. But it, it bugs me how much weight we give to, like, personality tests, you know, like those those letters like ENTJ or whatever whatever.
0: alphabet soup
1: yeah Yeah. or like colors or different tests but they tell you I'm an Aquarius there we go oh oh, yeah yeah. Yeah, freaking astrology yeah Yeah. so like
2: what is that (laughs) the the
1: ENTJ is the new school astrology that's essentially what it is but they're telling you who you are and how you are fitting you in this box fitting you in this box as if um, as if that's a static state Mm -hmm. as if you were born that way and I just don't believe that anymore. I think the way you are, the way you think about things, your personality, your attitude towards things—I think it was learned, and it can be relearned a different way if you put in the reps. Um, and I've seen this with, like, with myself. I've I'm like a completely different personality, and it was through massive conscious reps and mantras over time. Um, 20 years ago, I was very emotional, angry all the time, sad all the time, anxious all the time. And I had friends that were like that. And, you know, they kept repping that mentality. And now they're more bitter and jaded and angry than ever. Because like, they just continue more, that pathway. Way more than like, we were when we yeah. were kids like that. And mm-hmm. I, I took a detour and I thought... I had no reason to believe it, but I thought that I could hack my brain and see th- start seeing things a different way.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, you know, when when Ender was born, I was like, "Can I become a, a different kind of a person?" Because yeah. I don't want I don't want to be that kind of a person as a father. Yeah. So, and it wasn't quick. It wasn't instant. You know, it was just you just start repping a new way of thinking you know a a thing will happen like uh like i had my car broken into and my pa stolen which was thousands of dollars of musical equipment Mm
2: -hmm.
1: and uh you know that moment was a chance to rep not freaking out about it not being angry about it and i did and then you know like that instance never happened again but things like that keep happening where these external stimuli that they used to affect me a certain way the more I practice choosing to feel a certain way about situations and outcomes uh, you get better at it you get it becomes and if you do it long enough for 10 18 years now it just becomes automatic and all of a sudden you're just a different kind of a person
0: becomes a learned habit if anything yeah and as you mentioned like that mindset that kind of growth mindset something was you didn't necessarily have like before but you worked your way into making it part part of you part of yourself that wasn't you know you didn't just have it
1: Mm -mm. yeah you can you can learn a different kinds of personalities. Or you can strengthen the one you have and mm-hmm. double down in the way you are and become really good at that if you keep yep. repping it. And the beauty of this concept is, I, I believe this, you know, you can learn personality traits that are, like, if you, if you become more positive, if you become uh, more disciplined, if you become less outcome based and you're just in the moment focusing on the things you can control all of these new personality traits are directly they directly amplify the topic of the day skill acquisition like if you want to learn a a regular skill if you learn this skill of this new mindset it's going to greatly impact anything that you try to level up in like when you're just trying to focus and practice and you're overly emotional and distracted and you you don't want to see the value of what you're doing you want to just focus on what what sucks about it you know yeah yeah you know you're not going to level up as fast as if as if you like understand and appreciate the process and have a good attitude about it and just work hard and stay disciplined and just keep at it and feel good about it um you're going to acquire skills better and faster. I think
0: for sure. Just, yeah, just, I think that, that positive, that, yeah, the positive attitude, the just being eager to learn, to learn like from there, I that's, that's one thing that recently like hits me or something that I, I focus on. It's like, Oh yeah, it's a, yeah, it's a great thing to be able to learn and to be able to pick up new skills. And, yeah, why I'm not worried as much about the outcomes because that's not ultimately what's going to matter. Also, that's there's a lot of things outside of my control. So, I mean, all I can control is what I can do right now, which is get better at the thing and enjoy like enjoy the repetitions like from there. It's trying fun. To, trying to get repetitions without being repetitive. Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
1: that's the key. Have fun with it.
0: Yeah. Like from there. Yep. So... I think that wraps up like skill acquisition there but never ends just like skill acquisition or just like anything
1: it but, never ends yeah. and you can do anything and be great at anything and be whatever you want to be
0: yeah be whatever you want to be such as a patreon member of pancreation philosophy that's right you have the ability to do so you might ask yourself, but how? How do I do it? Do I well, have the skills? <laughs> do you have the skills? To
1: support pan- Pancreation, pancreation philosophy. philosophy.
0: And you know what? I believe in you. You can. <laughs> you can go to www.patreon.com slash Pancreation. Yes. And then, yeah, you can donate. Be a sponsoring philosopher. Be like these people that changed their lives and decided to do it. Like Ryan Wang, Tom Kravitz, and Shiloh Cleofi. Thank you guys for sponsoring the show. And furthermore, thanks for listening to the episode. Uh, like, share, subscribe, do those things. Hope it hope it helps you out. Hope you enjoyed listening. And yeah, share it with friends, share it with people, and yeah. Just enjoy enjoy life and keep acquiring those
2: skills. Alright, bye everybody. Goodbye.